and welcome to episode 15 of the Romantically Inclined podcast. Today we have Tessa Bailey, who somehow was not busy enough to get out of this. Um, she, <laughs> I, I told everyone in my Instagram stories, I was like, on Friday night, I was like, oops, I don't have an author lined up for Tuesday. Like, it just slipped my mind. And I was like, I'm going to ask Tessa. She's probably too busy. And Tessa was like, how about Monday? And, and it was perfect. Well, anybody who's listening whose podcast I've turned down, I apologize. <laughs> now I'm, I've just been outed thoroughly. Tessa <laughs> owes me, though. She owes me for all the many, many filthy reviews I have left her book. Um, I caught her it's just true. a good time. It's longevity on your side. So, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I once yelled at Tessa in a Starbucks, guys, in a Starbucks that she does not remember. And is that worse or better? Is it better that I humiliated myself and you don't remember or that it wasn't memorable for you at all? What's what's better? I don't know. When so when like which which uh signing was this? Cuz I can tell Avon's you Avon's weekend affair, but like uh, I think it was 20 I remember hanging out with you at that at that signing though. Like yeah. it, that was when I dressed up in the 80s wig and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like I we hung have out. A couple I remember photos. that. I think we have a clinch cover photo together. <laughs> so well, this I think is like the very first morning I was like oh there's my the you were the first author I saw and I was with my friend Katrina and I just screamed your name and it it didn't occur to me that like you know you knew me as romantically inclined reviews but you didn't know me but I felt like we were friends <laughs> so I was we like, were well, we, we are you know what it is I there was a time where I thought like it was everybody's on everybody's agenda to go to these things and be as drunk as possible I got so I was like a drinking on the plane I was like this is it it's like romance weekend and then I would get there and it would just be me you know me and one other person so good time I mean my hazy days I think was that that was their very first time doing a whole weekend event too I'm pretty sure it was the very first weekend affair and then of course like COVID ruined the second one or whatever but um so yeah I think there's a reason that most book conventions are not three days three full days of just like debauchery debauchery yeah I like it's so weird now because we haven't done one in so long that like I look back at it and I'm like did we do family feud on a stage in front of 200 people like where it was like name you know six different words for phallus and I was like did we do yep. that or oh, did that actually a happen dream yeah. well that was <laughs> real did. and it was spectacular it was and I got like none of them right I was, that was a hard family feud, actually. I remember being like, thought I would just absolutely dominate. And I think I got like three words for peen and they were, none of them were the actual words. None of them were up there. Well, let me tell you, we watch family feud because I have a secret uh, mad crush on Steve Harvey. We watch, (laughs) we watch family feud in this house. I love it. And it's dirty now. It is so dirty. Because they need those Steve Harvey reactions. Yeah. They love the Steve Harvey reactions and his just like blank look at the camera. <laughs> um, but like, it's filthy and none of the guesses are ever on the fucking board. Like any time ever, you know? They got too, they got too wild with it because it used to be just like, name like three or not three animals, but like name an animal <laughs> with legs. And now it's like a scientific question that I need to know like various answers to. I'm like, I don't. No, now it's know. like the it's ke- like chemicals. name five places where you wouldn't want to get caught getting you know getting freaky <laughs> like that's the question like, you know it's so, so open-ended like, it could be a million things there's no yeah that's like, actually logical really answer I don't think I could watch that so I guess the gist of it is that Tessa Bailey owes me and that is why she is here okay she owes me 
for being obsessed with her and stalking her <laughs> and having little uh little oh, embroideries made of her oh characters stop the how does embroidery make me horny but like I <laughs> how um but no your memes get me you know your memes make my day most of like you know very frequently I'm pretty sure like I try not to necessarily target authors with my memes because I have to be very careful that it's not an insulting meme you yeah. know like it, it's like it's funny but is it like does it you know hurt the author's feelings but no like most of the time they're just dead ass money and I'm like I don't even care like this is hilarious <laughs> and I feel like it's you Ruby Dixon and like sometimes Vera Valentine who writes like bonkers stuff who like get the brunt of my memes and a couple of the love hypothesis because like it was really I had a really funny one and I was like I don't even care like this is funny <laughs> this is funny uh, yeah no what she wrote like <laughs> It's, I, I don't know. I think we should all just like not be taking ourselves too seriously. Maybe like, you know, like we're all in kind of in it. Aren't we all kind of in on it? That it's a little I bit- I mean, you're in it on TikTok. Like there's absolutely yeah. nothing that could like, I feel like insult you at this point. You're just like taking your own content that you have created and making even more hilarious content out of it. Like your TikTok, <laughs> I don't know how you come up with the ideas you come up with because and I, I, I was going to ask, that's like the number one question on my thing. Because the book Happenstance, which came out today, which is a why choose romance, um, was born from TikTok, was it not? Can it you was tell born us? on TikTok, yeah. It like it's a TikTok baby. <laughs> I like I was like reading a lot about people, you know, um, I've seen a lot of why choose romance out there. And I was just kind of like thinking about it one day and I was like, oh my God, like imagine in real life having three men living with you it would be fucking horrible like you it would never not smell it would always smell like shit like there would be socks all over the floor like you'd never have a second to yourself you'd be sore all the time like it would just be awful and so I just made this like TikTok about it and people were like when are you writing your wide shoes rom-com because we need it now and I was like and then I kind of like made a few more videos and people were still into it. And then I started thinking about the plot and I could stop thinking about it. And I was like, oh God, I'm actually going to do this because like once you really fall in love with an idea, if you don't like for me, at least if I don't get it on paper and like button it up with the happily ever after, it will never leave me alone. Like it will always just be there dwelling in the back of my mind. And I was like, on the end, and then the other part of it is, you already have this built-in excitement for it. Like you have people going, we will buy this when you put it out. And that's invaluable. Like if you're an author, I mean, it's really not uh, the main reason I did it, um, but it doesn't hurt when people are already like going to buy it. And like the hype came it. first. Yeah. It was just like crazy. The hype came before the book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cause I feel like there's a lot of downsides to social media. And I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast, but there are a lot of upsides. And I think this situations like this are such an amazing like outcome of fans having access to their favorite authors and vice versa, because like you were just joking around and people were like, if, if you write this though, if you write this, we will read it. And you were like, Hmm okay <laughs> well I did a talk like I did a like a panel like presentation at a um conference that was that took place over the weekend and just a virtual one and I was talking about how like really I 
like people authors tend to get really into like algorithms on social media mm -hmm. and like start studying algorithms and what they need to do to beat the algorithms and I'm like you need to like I really feel strongly that like we need to listen to readers like and we need to like this is our opportunity to find out what the tide is like what people are wanting to read um and like what's changing I mean like really it's an, I just feel like it's an invaluable tool I have always just kind of loved you know like like being in contact with readers constantly like that um no matter the platform but it is really invaluable like we have this opportunity where they're telling you what they want to read mm -hmm. <laughs> like don't worry about the algorithm like listen to what they're saying you know like I really just I feel strongly about that and I do think you're one of like you're probably one of the authors that a lot of times people dm thinking they will like never get a response back and I feel like sometimes you're it's like with, with me, sometimes people will send me a DM and I'll, they'll, I'll respond. I respond to almost all my DMs because I don't have, you know, I don't have 150,000 followers, a million followers. So I respond to almost every DM and people will be like, I cannot believe you responded. And I was like, I think you <laughs> underestimate how like little time I spend doing anything else. Like I raise I my phone and then I'm on Instagram, like scrolling through hilarious video, you know, like, like half of the other people on this planet. I'm just chilling on my couch scrolling through videos I'm like of course I'm gonna respond so whenever I dm you which is usually just me obsessing over something you put in your stories I'm always like oh, she responded to me <laughs> like I'm always like what like how did how this happen but I feel like a lot of authors are just like so wonderful like you think that you've put them up on some sort of pedestal and then they're just like responding to your comment on a tiktok or responding to your dms or responding to a post you make or sharing that post and I just love, like, I just love seeing that kind of community. I feel like that kind of community is really special, especially in the romance genre. Yeah, like, I you know You don't see that as much in the just the general fiction or, you know, other, other areas. You don't see that as much. I totally agree. I think, like, romance authors are willing to be, like, really open and, um, you know, like, we we share a love for something that is very personal just by mm -hmm. nature because it is, like, it is about... Um, it is there is a lot of sex involved there is a lot of personal like you know feminine arousal and like things <laughs> like that like, we have this in common already so like when you meet somebody you're almost oversharing right off the bat because mm -hmm. you know what that person likes you know <laughs> you know that person is getting turned on by the same smut you're getting turned on by yep um, it builds yeah, a I, very weird connection it's a weird connection an instant friendship like we are both aroused by multiple <laughs> men in our beds hello like, yeah there's no like really house. holding back at that yeah. point you, you're you in it past the like awkward conversation like starter and just gone I'll just get dms that no there's no even hello it's just like do you know of any books where like she squirts and he like rides a motorcycle and then they like get married and then they like fuck each other sideways on a train? And I'm like, that is very specific. Like, You're like, I've on. got three of those. Yeah, I'm like, let me check my Goodreads shelves. Like, okay. But yeah, it's oh. like, no, hello. Just like, and I love that. Let people feel so open that they can. And it's, I don't think it's, for me, I don't think it's creepy. I don't, I'm not advocating everybody hop into anyone's DMs asking that. But I feel like my followers especially know that that is not, that's not going to scare me away. I'll be like, let me ask my other followers. I don't have anything. But yeah, it's afraid. weird. Like, I think we think the same way. Like, so I did, I signed books at Books or Magic over the weekend. Oh my God. Signed copies of Happenstance. And, you know, like there is a spread, a stack of spreadsheets with the, like the requests, uh, you know, the personalization request and the address and like their message to me, <laughs> like I, as I'm reading them, um, I'm going, 
I'm like, so everybody else and like the person who took the order has read this as well. <laughs> so like they're sitting next to me and they're like, do they all talk like this to you? And I'm like, yes, isn't it great? <laughs> well, I love I had somebody this week say, I ended my marriage. Sorry, I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but I won't say her name. I I ended my marriage because of Fox and Brendan. Thank you for getting me out of a toxic relationship. Wow. Uh, she's like, it's okay to laugh at it. It's funny. <laughs> I was like, I love this person. I don't know who they are, but I absolutely love them, you know? That's amazing. I think, and what a like wonderful outcome of reading romance, I think. To like, people say it gives you unrealistic expectations, but I just think it teaches you what you deserve in a relationship. Like, yeah, your guy's not going to probably be 6'5 with abs and like an ex-Navy SEAL. Like, that's probably not the case. That's not what I want, though. I want like respect and love and to like be cherished and to like maybe hold hands occasionally. Like, I don't think that's unrealistic. Like, yeah, no, I think like really just, um, I think like I would just really like someone who listens, mm -hmm. you know, like listen to what I'm saying to you and like um, remember little things about me, make the little gestures. Like my husband does this thing where he like lays a towel for me on the bed, like after, mm -hmm. like when I, cause I work out in the morning. So he lays a towel for me on the bed. Like that is such a small thing that is such a big deal to me. You know, like he's like, oh, I'm going to put the towel here so she can take a shower afterwards and it's just like nice to see it it like makes me feel like this person's paying attention to me it's really just little things you know it's not like a guy riding up on a white horse with the rose you know yeah. like it's not I always would laugh that. If that happened I would not that would not win me over bachelor <laughs> style <laughs> try again yeah I'd be like no that was too much I like it's funny because I always joke that I hate romance in real life like I am not a romantic person you know, grand gestures are not like my thing. Like with, with what you said with the towel, it's like, whenever my husband goes to the store, he gets me a piece of candy because he knows I like, I'm addicted to candy. Um, stuff like that. You know, I don't need like a candlelight dinner on the beach. I hate right. people have such a weird perception <laughs> of like, or misconception, I should say, of like what expectations romance gives you. It's yeah. like, no, you, it, it does teach you to expect more and you should. So <laughs> you know like you should change expect more. You, who you are as a person like right. although it might like when I read um lover or lose her I was kind of like it gave me like a new perspective into like marriage and like my part in the marriage and so I actually felt like at least for a little bit I don't know if it's stuck but for a little bit there I was like even a better wife and then I think it faded <laughs> away I don't know if it's stuck <laughs> I don't know if it's stuck I'd have to like talk to my husband because then we had a baby and it was like oh no reset um, it's funny. I, I, I brought Tess on here specifically to talk about happenstance and then be like, I like just spiraled <laughs> us into a whole different thing. I am curious though, because I know you did not read a lot of why choose romances before this, because at one point you even asked me, you're like, does she have to pick? And I was like, no, that's the point. So I'm curious, did you read any before no. you sat down to write your own or you just asked your questions and you just went for it? Yep. Wow. Um, so there was like a part of me that was like, okay, uh, I need to sit down now and do a deep dive and read like 10 of them. And then I was like, why would I do that? Because, you know, like I wanted to come into it, like feeling like it was genuinely a like from a fresh perspective, like mm. Elisa's perspective, or she didn't know anything about like being in a relationship with three men. She didn't know, like, she didn't know anything about it. She's been with one guy off like a one guy break another guy like there's been no um polyamory or anything like that in her life and 
So I, I felt like it was really like her and I learning together at the same time. And I don't want it to sound like I didn't do any research because I definitely- No, you were in my DMs asking me a question. Like, yeah, that was, that was the extent of it. <laughs> I'm sure you were on TikTok, like asking people in comments, like, can you explain, can you explain how this would, would work? <laughs> well, I will, I, cause I, I mean, I read, um, so I read Credence and I feel like that's the closest I've gotten. And I like, she, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I haven't even um, read it, so. <laughs> okay. Well, she- I mean, well, if you haven't read it, like pause for a second, just uh, like turn your volume down for a second. Well, she picks somebody at the end, you know? And so like, I was kind of like, okay, is it just that you're getting this fantasy of three men, but then you still get a happily ever after with one man? That would ruin my life if I read that book. (laughs) No, it really, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. It's, I assume it's like, you know, like, it's not like at the end, she's like, surprise. You don't know. You oh, don't motherfucker. Tell yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, looking back, there were definitely like Easter eggs or like definitely like hints at who it was going to be, but like I wasn't picking up on them. They weren't, they weren't as it's like worse on a love triangle. It's like they a weren't love hitting you over the head. Yeah. Anyways, I I liked it. Uh, a lot of people have a problem with it. Oh, I've heard amazing things about it. Like it's yeah. always recommended on like all these subreddits and stuff, but I've never, never picked it up. Yeah, but I am curious. Um, did you? Because you are known for these like possessive. You're mine. I'm yours. Like no man will ever look at you. Well, I mean, it depends on the guy, I guess. Um, heroes. And now you had to write a book where you're you're you know you're writing your typical Tessa Bailey hero, but now they have to share. Did that was that a struggle to write? Like, did they ever like? fight in your head like trying to like dominate and like take over the story or yeah yeah that was the so I knew the challenge going into it was going to be am I going to be into the story if they are okay with sharing because like I I it's just not general like it's not my preference like I would like to have one man be like I'm locking this down and no one's ever touching you again and that's it like that's That's what people expect from a Tessa Bailey book like that's the vibe you're yeah. not, that's your brand. And that's why I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I, so I think like there was a scene where they like kind of corner her in her sandwich, uh, sandwich, you know, kitchen area at work. And they kind of like do have like a jealous off and they kind of like have a three-way tug of war with her. And I was like, okay, I've gotten it out of my system <laughs> and now I can move forward. And like, um, I didn't like, I didn't want them to be into this life, like lifestyle. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, Definitely not. But I didn't want them to be in that lifestyle, um, like used to sharing women. I definitely wanted it to be a little bit of a struggle for them just because like you said, that's kind of who I write. Um, And I wanted them to come to terms with it over the course of the book Mm -hmm. and kind of like at the same time I was coming to terms with it. I, yeah, no, I hope I did a good job. I, I really, I genuinely ended up falling in love with these characters. I love Tobias so much. It hurts. Um, I can't believe you. Like, this is actually not the first book I've read with a hero named Tobias. <laughs> and really? the first time I read it, I was like, okay. But it was like, he was a like really buttoned up tight ass who also killed people on the side. Um, and then this guy, Tobias, was a, a like a former sex worker I don't know what you uh, a porn like star a, a former adult a f- former adult, adult film, film star, star. yeah you. I was like I don't like saying porn star I don't like how that yeah no I try not to use it in the book yeah. unless he was referring to himself as a porn star um yeah. but like I wouldn't refer to it 
that way yeah adult film star and I so I I love the flip in my head where I went from like exactly what I think a Tobias would look like especially like trying to get away from arrested development Tobias like (laughs) literally who is just in my head all the time and then you know have this like sex babam of a Tobias yeah who is now just like like and I I loved and I don't think this is a spoiler for anybody but I and this shouldn't be a surprise coming from Tessa but I love that there was absolutely like no strife about him being an adult, a former adult film star, like in terms of like how she thought of him, how Elise thought of him. And even really how he thought, like he wasn't ashamed of what his former profession, yeah. he did, he does joke about it and make himself the butt of the joke a lot. But I just really, I, I just love that. I love that vibe that's coming out in books now, especially like A Lady of Works Grave Manor by Catherine Moon, where she works in a brothel for monsters and she loves it. And there's no shame. She's like, I fucking love getting railed by monsters all day, every day. Like, this is my dream job. Like, there's all of our dream job. <laughs> She's just like, yeah. And so I just love that, like that between Elise and Tobias was just, you know, a very, it was, she was just like, yeah, I've watched you have sex. I'm like, you're great. And I love, and I've jerked off to you like a thousand times. Like, <laughs> just like, yes, hi, I've seen your dick. <laughs> Yeah, and we all have that. That I mean, maybe it's just me. I have a star like that. <laughs> I have a guy that I've got a lot of videos saved from, um, who looks nothing like Tobias. Like but yeah, I, I know, do. Yeah, that was important to me. Obviously, I, yeah. I, I just, I mean, I didn't expect it to be a problem. In like, obviously, but there's some books where, you know, they still, there's still the looking down on people who engage in that kind of lifestyle. Absolutely. So yeah, there definitely is that. That's out there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious, I don't want to ask this, but I have to. So you, you love Tobias and, but is, is he, was he your favorite to write as well as your favorite? Like at the end, like I loved Gabe, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think you would, you would knowing me would know that uh, Gabe would probably be my absolute favorite. Cause he's just, yeah. Like, Gabe's a patty man bear. Um, like, you know, I think there had to be one. Yeah. I mean, um, I really like love different things about each of them. Every time I felt like somebody was tipping the scales, I was like, okay, I think it's time to like delve a little deeper into this mm-hmm. person's background or like what's driving them because I need to like, my love for them is like, I'm selling out to the other one right now. And I need to like balance the scales. I need to go back into to Banks a little bit and figure out what makes him tick. And it worked because like, it kept me aware of like my love, like my love, like going up and down for each guy was like keeping me aware of where I needed to go next in the story and like who I needed to address and which point of view I needed to hop into. Cause that was really challenging. Like I really didn't want there to be a clear favorite. And actually there isn't, there's like a lot of banks. No, I couldn't tell. Gabe girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cool. I would have assumed just because of watching your TikToks that T- Tobias was going to have like <laughs> yeah. a special connection with you. But based on reading, I I couldn't tell if you maybe liked one more than the other. I mean, you gave them all very equal attention, um, which I did like. I'm wondering, are you now writing? Not that this is like your first time, obviously, because you have the Crossing the Line series as well as the Line of Duty series in which that like tip a little bit into romantic suspense-ish. You know, there's like the, you know, yeah. crimes going on in the background. But now you, re- you wrote um, My Killer Vacation, which has like the murder mystery. And then you have kind of like a, mystery going on in this one as well so is this something that you're like getting back into in terms of these like do you like writing the mystery is it hard <laughs> it, I feel it, was like like kind so of it was kind of just a coincidence you know like I I just didn't I wanted Elise to have her own like plot driving her like I wanted her to have a subplot like with, that had to do with her job 
and I wanted her to be in danger at some point. Like, let's face it, like, that's my, you know, you got to put yep. your girl in a little harm's way once in a while. And like, <laughs> I'm loving like, it. People who, if anyone is listening, read My Killer Vacation, I think they would really love this book because I just felt that the like underlying like criminal aspect of it was very similar. And like, you know, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know this was going to be like, <laughs> like this. I thought it was just gonna be them trying to navigate having this like poly relationship and not like fucking it up I really yeah. thought you were gonna whip out a calendar at some point and like have at least like scheduling the oh like you kind of did and I like I kind of did yeah like I I just wanted them to be like figuring it out I wanted them I wanted to see them trying to figure out how it was gonna best work for them like I didn't think it's I don't think it's realistic with four people who've never been in a relationship like the like a poly relationship to like know what they're doing like mm. immediately and be like okay now I guess this is it and like we all you know we all show up at the same time every day and like it, it needed to be kind of messy I mean that's mm. how I felt like it needed to be messy and it needed to come together at the end um in a way that I felt like was authentic so no I'm not going to be writing suspense um I probably would write more suspense except for my publisher um Avon like really just asked me for a ton of books for the next two years Good. and I think Thank you, Avon. Like, they just want to keep me they just want to keep me busy uh so I don't keep writing like wild shit that TikTok influences me to write <laughs> they're like no no we read it we read happenstance and we would like to distract you from yeah. writing more of these it's like over here look at the shiny object um so no it's gonna be a lot of rom-coms for the next little while uh but like fun ones like really fun ones um fast-paced like this but how does it maybe... work um do they just come to you and say look we we'd like to schedule you in for like five six books blah blah or do you and like you're free to just come up with them as you come up with them or do they do they have like you know parameters they'd like you to fit them I don't know I know it works differently with different authors so I'm curious yeah it does work differently like we're you know we're I think a good 10 or 11 books deep now me you know me and Avon so it's definitely a little looser now than it was in the beginning uh like I used to have to submit them three three sample chapters for a new series pitch three sample chapters a synopsis of the whole series like I had to do the whole cover letter like it was legit and now it's like yeah I got a like a Christmas book and you know <laughs> like and they're like sounds good they're like will there be will there be butt stuff and you're like yeah of course yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we trust you a hundred percent a hundred percent they also know that if I fuck it up or turn in something they don't like that I will listen to them and we will fix it mm-hmm. like because we have done that before so there's some trust there of like okay, she could turn, she turned something in and we love it. Fantastic. If we don't love it, like we'll work together and fix Mm -hmm. it. And there's not going to be a problem there because I know when I I can admit when I'm wrong and vice versa. Have you ever come up with an idea that like just did, and you don't have to give the details in case it will come to fruition one day, but do you ever have ideas that you're just like, you want it to be a book so bad and it just doesn't come together? Or do you just, you're like, you know what, not right now and file it away for later. Yeah, there's a book I really, there's a few books that I really want to write um, that I don't know when I'll ever get the time for them, you know? Um, I had this story, I had this idea that I, is actually a TikTok, again, again, it was a TikTok about um, like a professional golfer oh, no. who has like an insane fan. Like it wears like, you know, like his, na- her, his name on her forehead and wears like his clothes and like screams his name on the side, like on the, you know, on the field or the fairway or whatever. 
and just like follows him from tournament to tournament and then like one day she just vanishes and like he's always been super annoyed by her like but now she's gone and he's like where's my where's my fan like where did she go and like he goes to go he goes to find her tessa why did i ask this question (laughs) i want it so bad as recently as like four days ago somebody messaged me like are you ever gonna write that golf book Oh my god. And I, I know, know you said you're taking a break from probably because you have so many books, you know, geared up for Avon. But I know you said that like publishing indie right now is just like very it took it out of you. This was a mess. Like happenstance was a whole mess. Like I did not think I was gonna get it done in time. Um like it the 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 print orders just got to like the stores they're not even like half of them don't even have it yet mm. like it was so I do remember insane. seeing your story about that like they will yeah. get it eventually please still still order it please still order it um but like yeah it's my fault it's completely my fault because I really slid in like slid into home base at like the very last second um but thankfully people are being understanding and like you know they'll they'll keep trying until they get it which is like a relief you know mm-hmm. some people would just give up after like oh it's not a Barnes and Noble like forget it um so that's nice but I I think I'm gonna leave it to the pros for a while <laughs> yeah I think people just don't realize I mean you have published indie so I know that you realize but I think there's a lot of people who just take for granted how like you know indie authors publishing their own work because I know so many indie authors who are like just formatting like it into a book that you then can buy paperback. I now I understand why a lot of authors just do Kindle or like ebooks because the work that goes into having to like get the cover just right so it fits your book. Yeah. That alone, I'm like, I would give up immediately. It's a like, whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, and but now you can't just do ebook. I mean, print is so big right now. Oh yeah. You- people want their I have I've started buying indie authors like print books for my yeah. shelf. I'm like, it's not enough to have it on my kindle like i need it forever yeah and so can you buy happenstance at barnes and noble so like not at many of them um i would definitely like strongly suggest searching on your barnesandnoble.com before you go like i checked this morning and like nobody in new york has it Mm. but then like 10 10 stores in new jersey have it so i don't know Mm -hmm. like i actually sold my my copies to my local barnes and noble this morning like they bought them from me (laughs) <laughs> they're like we've we've fielded fifty thousand phone calls please give us books please i dropped off 15 copies this morning and they are they're gone oh well that's so, gonna feel good in a way though it does like, feel really good it does it does feel really good and i'm like um i just posted in my stories that i dropped off 15 copies and i don't know if people saw that and went down or if it was just they happened to be there but they were just oh. waiting at the barnes and noble hoping <laughs> like maybe to, maybe now maybe now yeah but I, I appreciate readers so much for bearing with me during the, the chaos. Uh, we only have a few minutes left. So I, I'll just ask one last question. Um, what I don't know that you get a lot of time to read between all your writing. Is there anything you're reading right now that you're loving? Anything you've read recently? Anything that shocked you because it was so good? I know the next thing I have on my list is before I let go by Kennedy Ryan um mm. I'm doing a, an event with her next week and I'm actually interviewing her so yeah awesome because her books just got picked up by a publisher right 
No, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure I saw she's getting like all new cover. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much in my own bubble this week. So I must, I might've missed the news, but um, I'll I have think, to double check that. But I, I think this one is with forever uh, because I'm pretty sure that's who emailed me about the event. Yeah. But uh, yeah, B- Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan is next on my list. Um, I haven't read in, in about two months. I think the last thing I read was Dating Dr. Dill by Nisha Sharma. Which oh, that's on my TBR. Yeah, it's wonderful. I love the cover. I'm on um, Berkeley's list where I just get a bunch of uh, like of their books every month. And I'm always like, so they're beautiful. They're all these bright colors and like, yes, like the prettiest things I've ever seen. And then I'm like, oh God, like they're just double, like piling up. There's stacks now in my Which house. Which is becoming like, a problem for booksellers because I'm getting a lot of feedback that children are shopping in the romance section now. Because they're so they're, brightly colored? Because they're cartoons. <laughs> No, I do Somebody know brought a lot a of, uh, of uh, Iceman uh, Barbarians ended up on YA shelves. Oh my god! And it people, looks like, like it's YA. People actually went in and they were like, um, "Excuse me, like this should not be on the freaking YA shelf. Like this is like it opens well, it opens with horrible things, and then it also opens with like an oral scene. So like maybe I mean, don't have this. Try- in the YA yeah, he's section. trying to please his mate." <laughs> yeah i'm like okay okay yeah I, I get it well somebody brought somebody bought their eight-year-old a copy of um of my killer vacation oh yeah you put yeah. that in here and then you had a whole somebody, story for it somebody yeah somebody brought their their, their niece a copy of it and um, oh my god it's one of my that favorite stories now. That is awful. <laughs> awful i hope i wonder how far they got in before did the mom look at it first like i got I, I'm hoping she hope. I'm hoping she looked at the couple like the tattooed biker embracing the <laughs> the heroine on the cover and kind of like should read the back cover yeah hmm, this looks like a grown <laughs> man cartoon like yeah hmm, I don't know <laughs> about this um I was like skimming through to see if I was crazy and I actually don't see anything about I thought Kennedy Ryan got like new covers but maybe I'm absolutely crazy so if you listen to that part ignore that that did not happen I don't think Kennedy no, Ryan would listen the, to the this, basketball but... series it would know yeah. you're right it's a basketball series I heard that that got picked up I just oh, don't okay. know by who. <sighs> yeah okay. no, you're right yeah, you're I right who. I don't know who I, I just remember. remember I was like excited for her and then I was like then it just like because I follow her and then it just went out my brain um because yeah. so, so many publishers are doing that right now like picking up all these amazing authors and um, it might've been like, source. I know source books has been picking up people like crazy. Yeah. I mean, Avon is going to like reissue a couple of my, my self pub stuff with like new covers in yeah. the next two it's years. The, which um, series is the one that's currently getting new covers? Um, the one with, uh, broken beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Broken beautiful has new covers and they're, I love that series. I think actually the third book might've been the first, one of the first books I ever read by you. Yeah. Um, I think the first was Abby, Abby and Russell. That's one of my favorite books of all time. And like, I'm seeing people reading it now for the first time. And it's like, it's so gratifying. It's like, oh my God, they're discovering it just right now, you know? All right. We have less than a minute and I can't tell how much time. So I will log off. Thank you, Tessa, for coming and for making time in your busy schedule to be here today because I desperately needed an author so bad. Um, And obviously you're like my favorite author of all time. So (laughs) Um, and for anybody listening, you need to pick up Tessa's books and you need to just read whatever the fuck you want and not listen to anybody who looks down on romance because they're Amen. They're dumb. So go pick they're up Happy Stance. It's out today, which is really yesterday because you're going to listen to this tomorrow, <laughs> but you're listening to it today. 